Okay, so we spoke about Shemoneshu, the first bracha, as being a description of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as Godel. Godel means Hashem does Chesed. And the, we're looking, looking to, so to speak, elaborate, explain in detail the Chesed Hashem does. So, after having gone through the various levels of praise we spoke about, God la Gibor Vanoira. So now we're going to go back and explain each one in more detail. So how do we explain Hashem being Godel? How do we explain Hashem's Chesed? So we say a few points. Number one, Hashem does Chasadim which are good. He acquires everything. We have to explain why that's a Chesed. He remembers the Chesed. Of the obvious, that's the third point. Or maybe girl live neighbor and he brings a girl, a redeemer, to their great grandchildren, to their descendants. The man shmoi biyavo. Well, should say functionally, maybe girl live neighbor neighbor the man shmoi, and then there's biyavo. So you have five chesedim. Five different types of chesed we speak about in the bracha. Hashem is koyim lechesedim tovim. Hashem is koyne yakol. Hashem is Zeichah Chaste Avos. It's maybe God if they name the man Shmoim, and it's also the Ava. So, what are these five Chasadim? What are these five Chasadim? What are they? What's the intention we have when we, when we mention them in Tfilah? So, there are different levels of Chesed. There are different levels of Chesed, and we go stage by stage by stage. So to speak, to talk about how complete HaKadosh Baruch Chesed is. The first Chesed is the same kind of Chesed a person could be somebody else. It can be a person who's Gomel Chasadim, a person who does Chesed. So we talk about Hashem also, he's Gomel Chasadim. The difference is that by a person, a person can be a Gomel Chasadim, but we don't necessarily know if a person's chasadim or chasadim tovim. Did you ever think about that? What's a bad chesed? You go chasadim which are good. What's a bad chesed? It's a, if, if it's bad, it's not a chesed. So what's, what's a chesed which isn't tovim? The answer is that somebody, I'll tell you a story. There was a certain elderly lady. Uh, she collapsed in her room. The know what's wrong with her. Ambulance, some ambulance raced at the hospital, took the emergency room, took a series of blood tests and everything else. She was lying in the bed waiting for results. So a friend comes to visit her. She sees her in the hospital. She says, Can I do anything for you? I'm very thirsty. Can you get me a drink? Sure. So she goes to the nearest machine, she buys a bottle of Coke, and she brings it as a drink. Then he takes the Coke, drinks it, and a minute she's dead. I'm really sure she's dead. What happened? So, obviously, the twins said she's dead, nothing to do. And then, uh, sometime later, they get back the results of the tests that they had taken, and they saw the reason she collapsed was because she was in diabetic shock, oh. which means her sugar was way too high. And Posh is giving her a cup of Coke to drink, just killed her on the spot. Uh, so, that's a person had every intention of doing a chesed. That's what she wanted to bring her a drink. But the result of the chesed was tragic. 
And this is the extreme example, but the idea is a person can intend to be going with chasadim, a person doesn't always realize if the chesed they're doing or intending to do is really a chesed or not. And therefore chasadim a person does sometimes misfire, sometimes work out wrong. Chasadim toibim, hakadosh baruch hu only does chesed when he knows the chesed is good. And therefore the first thing we thank Hashem for is, in fact he does chesed for people, but taking into consideration is this really good for the person. And that's a very important anchor to start the beginning of Tefillah with because a lot of times you might be asking things which aren't good for us. It happens. We think that we need a certain thing. We think we want a certain shidduch to work out. We think that if we get a certain position, it'll sort of, it'll be just what you want, what's good for us. And we don't always know. We see things from any our perspective. And therefore the fact that we say Hashem is going with chasadim, but it's chasadim toidim, which means chasadim which are good. Chasadim which are good, which means it's good for the person. And not necessarily everything that a person thinks he wants is considered good for him, just like you understand. Um, as a parent, you want to do, you want to be going to to your children, but it doesn't mean you're going to give them everything they want, because uh, my kids think it's very good for them to eat candy and nothing else. It doesn't mean I'm agreeing with them. So I'll, I'll be going to chesed, but chesed which I think is tight. Chesed which I think is good for the person, not necessarily chesed which the person wants. We were discussed in this bar that it's possible to double something. Even if it's not good, so good for Hashem to do it for you, give it to you. Do we discuss that? So again, I can dab him for anything, but Hashem has a decision to decide if, it's, if he thinks it's good for me or not. Is there, is there a Muslim dabbing something and getting it, even though it's not really the best thing for Hashem? That's bitachon, something else. It's uh, Tfilah we're asking Hashem to decide. Before bitachon is a different principle. And then for number one, Hashem is going with chasadim toidim, Hashem does chasadim with chagur. The second thing, v'koyne yakol. He is koyne everything, everything belongs to him. And why is, that a, why is that a sign of Hashem's chesed? If you're talking about Hashem's power, maybe. Why is that a sign of chesed? Hashem is koine ako. So, Chavis Allah talks about this in Shahar and Avas Hashem. And he says as a rule that something which I'm responsible for, I'm going to do more chesed for Chavis Allah. Something which I'm... The Chavis Allah Something I'm more achrayi for, more responsible for. So it's not just a chesed kilo I would do to a stranger. A chesed I'll do just as a maizal chesed. It's because it's my thing, so I want to make sure that it's taken care of. I want to make sure that it's, even when I'm talking about my possessions. So I want to make sure that they, that they, that they being the way they're meant to be. If I'm, let's say, a farmer, I want to look after my animals. I want to make sure they're healthy and they're, doing, they're strong and being taken care of as they need to be. And Kavachem, if you're talking about my children, so it's not just a chesed, I'm doing chesed for them. It's a, I feel a certain sense of responsibility to them. Okay? And therefore, I'm, I'm going to do more than I would do for somebody else because uh, I feel responsible. If they're mine to look after, so I feel not just the chesed of, uh, as a volunteer, but rather chesed of commitment. And that's the second point. Hashem is which means we're appealing to Hashem, not as a stranger who you're asking for a favor. Baruch, you're in charge of us. You own us. We belong to you. And if that's the case, there's another chesed, another level of chesed, which is a chesed of commitment. A chesed of responsibility to think, to what I'm in charge of. Then there's another level of chesed. It's not chesed you give to someone you're responsible for. So the chesed of Lava says that even though there's a certain self-interest in it, but from the point of view of the person who's getting, it's definitely a chesed. If I'm being looked after and I can be confident that the person responsible for me is looking after me, I definitely see it as a chesed. Because uh, they don't owe it to me. 
and if that's the case, they're, they're, they're constantly doing me a toiva. If I'm a child, so to take the attitude, my parents are responsible for me and therefore I don't have to be grateful for what they give me is wrong. They might have a responsibility, but it doesn't mean I don't see everything I do as a chesed. It is chesed, because it doesn't have to. If a, if a person chooses to take on a commitment, then it's a chesed from the beginning. We're not appealing, we're praising. The first bracha is to praise the Kodesh Bracha and to talk about the various kinds of chesed the Kodesh Bracha uses. Now, in a way, this they get, the chesed becomes greater because, in a way, the chesed which a person knows someone is committed to me is more than just the average chesed. In other words, I can do chesedim for people who are unexpected and I can volunteer to help somebody, but it's very nice I was helped today. There's no reason a person has to help me tomorrow. Whereas if a person takes on a commitment to do chesed to me, uh, like a child, doesn't wonder, you know, my parents took care of me today, I wonder if they're going to give me food tomorrow too. It's, they, take it, they take it as understood, that if their parents are looking after them, they'll look after them in the future too. And this goes back to the point of Imanutu, right. But there's a koinyakal, we belong to Hashem. And if that's the case, you're, you're looking after us. We're looking after us, not just in the chesed we're doing now, but it's a, we see it as a chesed that you're undertaking in the future also. When we talk about this level in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Lashem we use is Amusecha, which means the people you're carrying. Tzadekha Amusecha. What does it mean, people you're carrying? That you've taken on that burden, so to speak, and therefore you're, we're not just asking for a chesed now, we're seeing as, so to speak, a commitment on Hashem's part that He's looking after us. Think about it. When a person davens for a child, he's not just davening for to be given a child. This is a long-term commitment because you need Hashem to give the child and to keep him alive and to keep him healthy and to look after him and to give him everything he needs. It's like Hashem entering a new contract, so to speak. It's taking on another project. It's not like giving you something which is a once-off thing and thank you very much, I have it. No, this is a new, beginning of a whole new process which Hashem is undertaking to do. That's Kaneyakol. Kaneyakol is everything belongs to Him and therefore everything He creates comes with a commitment. I'm going to look after it. Like the Gemara says in... If Hashem is giving life, he has to give the person food. Otherwise, you can't, give, you can't create a person that looks preparing how he's going to feed him. And therefore, anything Hashem creates, which is kainah, anything which belongs to him, it also comes with the cheshbon. HaKadosh Baruch is undertaking to look after this thing. HaKadosh Baruch is undertaking to give it life, to give him all the requirements he needs. It's a much bigger chesed. Even Hashem is doing that anyway for 7 billion but anyway, each one is a different plan. And each one is another chesed. That's a new level. And is something which only Obviously, we, we are the ones who get the schus of the avos. Now, what's the chaste avos? What else should we remember as the chesed of the avos? So there's a famous marshal of the Dubna Maggit. The Maggit talks about a person who was, uh, worked for years as the bookkeeper of a major gvir, and he's a faithful bookkeeper for years and years. He works for him. Fine, he does his job. He got a salary for it. And uh, eventually he died. So this, the the Gvir comes to his son and he says, "Listen, I think you're also trained in the field. Do you want to continue your father's position? You served me faithfully for many years, but now he's no longer here. Would you like the job instead?" So the young man says, "Yes, he'd very much like a steady job like that." And he starts to work uh, for the Gvir. 
And one of the first things he does is he, being a bookkeeper, he takes out all the ledgers and he works out exactly how many years his father worked, how many hours his father put in. And after a week he comes to the guru and he says, listen, I had to tell you this, but I just made a cheshman. My father worked for you for 50 years. That comes out to 30,000 hours. And, uh, you know, I'd like to be paid. So he says, what are you talking about? Do you think your father was working for free all those years? I paid him every month. What do you mean you want to be paid for all the things your father did? I already paid him. So then I ask the question. We come to Hashem and say, HaKadosh Baruch Please, Avram, Yusuf, Yaakov, you know, we have a, our fathers worked hard. And now Hashem's answer is, you think they didn't get tired? You think Hashem let, like, just let, let, left them with nothing, so to speak? So are we going to come and claim tzachar for them? Hashem gave them this tzachar. Hashem was fair to Abraham, and fair to Yitzchak, and fair to Yaakov. And yes, they did a lot. And yes, they were tzaddikim. Hashem pays them for it. He's still paying them for it. So what's our time now? We're coming to be paid for they already were paid for. And the answer says, look, Magid. And so, since you said that Avram is davening for, is we're not asking for the source of the Avis. We're asking for the chasti Avis. In other words, what the, what the Avis did as mitzvahs and the reward that they deserve for it goes to them. We have, no t- we have no claims for that. But there was something else. And that is, it's like, if, even if, going back to the marshal I gave you before, the fact that the Gvir was willing to give the job to his former worker's son, so there was no commitment for that. He worked for you, paid him, you can go find somebody else. Alawat. But the fact that you know, I had such a good relationship with him for such a long period of time, so I'm, I'm, I'm willing to extend that connection to his son. I don't know his son, someone new to me. But, you know, it's part of the family. So the friendship I had with your father, I'm willing to extend with you as well. It's not a commitment, but it's a, it's a, it's a relationship. And it can span more than one generation. You can have your friends, you can have your father's friends. And the, the friendship of the previous generation can filter down to me too. You're my, son, you're my friend's son. So I mean, automatically it makes me better disposed towards you. And that's the idea also. We're not asking for the schus of the others because they got their own schus. What we're asking for is the chas the others. And that is, HaKadosh Baruch because of your closeness to the others, so naturally you, got, you, 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 you know, look, look at us as the others as children, Kilo as a favor to them. As, a, as part of your connection that you had with them, so I feel I want to maintain the connection with their children too. And that's what you're asking is not because we deserve it, but and because this is a continuation of what the others, what the others were merited. But for that, like the Gemara says, to us to be remembered in the Chatz the others, so then we have to be in some way continuing what the others did. You know, as if we are, uh, if, if we would be proud to say we are son of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, so then we ask Hashem to like, you know, keep the connection you had with them for their children as well. If we're not proud to stay with children of the Avos, or we think the Avos wouldn't be proud of us as their children, so then we don't really have that argument. Because if, if you, like I said in the example before, if you're carrying on what your father did, fine. I want to extend the friendship. I want to keep going with, the next, with, his, with, with my friend's children. But if you're doing something completely different, not what your father himself would have wanted, so then it's not a reason to extend the friendship with my father to look after his son. And so therefore, we can ask for chas to Elvis. It's a new level of chesed. But uh, for that, we need a certain connection to the Elvis. We need a certain fact that we're imam sheikh in the derech of the Elvis. That's what Chazal said. That if a person wants to renounce chas Elvis, it's someone who can claim that, they, that, that they're, they're keeping their side of the bargain of, of being a faithful descendant, follower of the Elvis work.
So that's the, first, the third thing we can daven from. And that's if, and if we're in the category that we deserve that, so then it's, it's something which is more of a commitment of chesed. Because now it's not just that Hashem does for everyone. Here there's a certain extra level of chesed. It's because of the love he had for the Avos, so he, made a, he, wants to, he wants to be more generous, more giving, more close to their children. Just to get this clear, we're praising Hashem, so we're not really asking for it. We're yeah, asking yet, we'll be praising for a kind of a chesed. We're recognizing this is a chesed that's already existed? Yeah. And then the fourth level, or maybe girl live never name the man Shemai. It's different. It's high in the sense that it's an, another form of commitment. Sorry, isn't really a commitment. Hashem just chesed, but he chooses to. And then, as you're going to be seeing more of a reason, more of a reason for which is a commitment to Hashem to be chesed. Or maybe girl live neighbor name. Hashem will bring a girl to their descendants, the man Shmuel. This is really built in a pasuk. This is built in a pasuk, the pasuk which says Yecheskel that Hashem says I, I'll have pity on my, my name which is being desecrated in the nations why? because everyone looks at the Jewish people as a nation of Hashem and they see where the abysmal depth that the Jewish people have fallen to and think well this is I'm Hashem this is the people who consider themselves to be Hashem's chosen nation and it makes a chidl Hashem both from the point of view that Israel being oppressed persecuted and from the point of view of Israel falling to such levels of depravity that like, what makes them special? What makes them chosen? And it makes a little Hashem. And in the end, Hashem says, I'm going to have Rahmanus. But I feel sorry for, for the Mashem, Hashem Kochi, which has been Mechol Bogoim. And therefore, I'm going to work to save Kali Yisrael and, and take them out of Godless. Why? Leman Shmi. Like the Bosak says, Loy Leman Chemani Yasebeis Yisrael. I'm not doing this for you. Kim Leman Shmi, I'm Mechol Bogoim. And then for the point of God is Viskadilti, Viskadishti, Laini Amin Rabbi. And then that will cause a Kiddush Hashem in the world. And so that's exactly the, what we paraphrase We say Hashem will bring a Goyal, the man Shmai. He's doing it, the man Shmai. Now, why is that a Chesed? Why isn't that some kind of self interest? Just like the Havjil, if you have to give a marshal. If, uh, let's say, uh, I have wo- people working for me in some foreign country. And now they're endangered by war, by whatever uh, natural disaster there. So I think, wow, you know, if these guys get killed, it's going to cost me a fortune in insurance. Uh, I better save them because it's going to cost me too much to leave them there. But that's not chesed, that's self-interest. That's self-interest. So when we say, oh, wow, Kodesh Baruch is going to save us, the man Shmoy, because Pasha costs him too much in Chil Hashem. So why is it a chesed? Why is it a chesed? Why are we grateful for that? And the answer is, this underlies the much bigger chesed. And that is, that Hashem is willing to stake his reputation on us. That Hashem is willing to use, basically to give himself the title of Elokei Yisrael. And because of that, what happens to us reflects badly on him. Because before that, Hashem is Elokei Aretz. He's, every, he's, the, he's the, the, the creator of the world. He created everything in the world, not just Klai Yisrael. He runs everything in the world, not just us. And if that's the case, if he kept his title of the Bari Elam, his title of the the Yichol Yachal, his title of Elokei Elokim. So what happens to one person more than a different person doesn't affect his title. He, he's still the supreme power. He's still the, the Almighty. Except because Hashem chose to call himself Elokei Yisrael, so now everybody sees him specifically as Elokei Yisrael, and he's not Elokei the Russians and the Chinese and the Japanese. Of course he is, 
and he's not the boy of everything which happens, of course he is. But because he gave himself the title of Lekei Yisrael, so now people see him, the world sees him, in the, uh, like limited to his role as Lekei Yisrael. And then he can make a Kiddush Hashem. We're going to say, this is, Kira, this is, this is the people of Hashem, it's a, it reflects badly on him. Had Hashem decided not to do that, had Hashem decided to keep his title as the Almighty Creator, and any people who wants to serve him, okay, very nice, you're welcome to serve. I'm not, I'm not so to speak, limiting myself to be called Dafka, connected to you more than anybody else, then there wouldn't be a possibility of Chidol Hashem. Because it's uh, all people, every, every single thing which exists in some ways is, is, uh, is created and is given its life by Hashem. So why should what happens to one people be more a reflection of him than the other people? But Hashem chose to do that. Hashem chose to define himself as the Lekai Yisrael, even though that creates a possibility of Chilul Hashem, and even though the Ma'asad makes Chilul Hashem. That's a, that's a tremendous chesed. That's a tremendous chesed, but not just a chesed, it gives us, like we said, a commitment that Hashem has to save us. The Gemara says that there's two options Hashem is going to come. The one is Klai Yisrael deserve it, and everyone's a tzaddik. And he will deserve us, yeah, because he deserve it. We will also take him to the Washington and save us. And another option, it can also come in the Dorsh Kulei Chayv. It can also come in a time when everybody's a Russia. Well, nobody deserves it. So why Hashem bring Mashiach? And the answer is because the Chil Hashem gets too great. And therefore, that forces our Kodesh Baruch to change things because, it, the, because of the Chil Hashem which is resulting. And that's going to be a way to bring Mashiach. Which means, Benkach or Benkach, we guarantee Mashiach is going to come. When we talk about the Ikrivite, we always mention this point. If there was only one way to bring Mashiach, we wouldn't have a guarantee because people said you're going to go that route. If Mashiach would only come for tzad- if we'd be Tzadikim, okay, maybe we won't be Tzadikim. There's no guarantees. And if that's the case, so then we haven't got a, we haven't got a rock-solid foundation of Mashiach's coming because uh, maybe we won't deserve the preconditions for making him come. But if you're given the option that either way around he's going to come, either he's going to come because we deserve him, or he's going to come because we don't deserve him. So now, so now it means that we can be guaranteed he's coming because on either extreme, that's, that, that's where it's going to end up. And that's a chesed. That's the maybe girl the man shmoy. The man shmoy means the man shmoy means that Hakadosh Baruch Hu has staked his reputation on us, and what happens to us is the fact that shmoy the affects the kiddush Hashem in the world and how people look at him. And that's why that's the reason why also we guarantee you're going to be saved. That's a big, big chesed. It gives us the guarantee that Klaish will simply won't be destroyed, uh, that Klaish will eventually be successful, is the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, has taken his reputation on it. And that's a bigger chesed. Because again, it's a chesed with a commitment. It's a chesed with a commitment. And therefore, even if we don't deserve the chesed of us, because we are very far from what the others wanted their children to be, but we are still called the Klaish uh, and therefore, there still is that nature that we're seen as a Jewish people, and the way we're seen by the world is as a Jewish people, and the way they then refer to Hashem as, so to speak, the God of the Jews, is going to be looked at based on what happens to us. So this is an even high level of commitment, an even high level of commitment that Hashem has to us, and that is that 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 because He's based the kiddush Hashem, which needs to result on what happens to us, so that kilu forces Him, like the pasuk says itself. That it forces him to, to, to eventually save us, to bring the goyal, in order to remedy the, the Chidul Hashem which is resulted.
we said a similar idea by the field of Moshe, and this happens to be the fourth uh, chesed, is that, uh, should we be trying to line those up also? We'll get there. It's for sure part of that. Okay, so that's the fourth level of chesed. And now the last one, Vavu. Vavu. What does it mean, Vavu? So now there's something which the Rishonim already talked about. Mishnah talks about it also in Tamil Dvara. And that is, there's another point here also. What do we, when we talk about when Hashem does chesed from Ava, what do we mean by that? So let's explain. There's a pasuk in Shmuel. The pasuk is like this. Hashem is v'chishev mechshavos. Neval yidach v'menu nidach. Hashem makes plans, prepares that nobody is going to get destroyed completely. No one get completely cast away. In other words, there's no option of a neshama which was created to be destroyed. And if that's the case, so what Hashem created, He created because He wants it. He created because it has a place. And if that's the case, so then at the end of the day, what Hashem needs or wants to happen is that every neshama is going to be zeichet to Hashem wants it to be zeichet to. Every nisham was created for something and has to reach the task that it was meant to reach in order to achieve, to get the level of connection to Hashem it was meant to get to. And even if a person does things wrong, Hashem doesn't destroy nisham. So Hashem is going to have to make plans what to do to bring that nisham back. It shouldn't be cast out forever. And sometimes it's in this lifetime and sometimes it's in a different lifetime. Barakadosh Baruch has all the options open to him, but the underlying plan is that he doesn't want to destroy Neshamas. And Imela, he's going to try everything to ensure that Neshamas gets to where he wants to get to. And like we said, Barakadosh Baruch looks at the long view. It doesn't have to be in one lifetime, so he can bring a person back a second time, a third time, however many times it's going to be, because he wants, he wants it. The echo point is not to destroy. And this is a part of Tefillah also. That we can answer that. And that is, if a person spends his life without any recognition of Hashem or without any intention to serve Him, so then the only choice Hashem has is to take Him out of the world, bring Him back again, and start again. But if a person does have a certain recognition of Hashem, so then there's a certain argument which you can say, and kind of mouths into Him too. And that is, why punish me? To make, and which means not to just destroy me, but why punish me to start me off the system again? If I'm already holding down in a place where I want to get better, so let's work from where I am now. Because if the option would be that Hashem would destroy completely something, so then, then if a person deserves destruction, there's nothing to talk about. But there's never Hashem's plan. The Hashem never destroys in Hashem. And therefore, even if what the person, Hashem can do is kill a person physically, it's only in order to bring the Hashem back again, in order to try again. And that works maybe for a person, like you said, who there's no hope for him here, so he may as well try again. But if a person gets to a certain level of Hakkari here, I'm right now, in the lifetime that I'm experiencing right now, I've got to a certain recognition and realization of what I'm meant to be doing. So my bet's a bit dummy. What's the point of getting me? It's just to start me off again? Right now, I'm already holding in a good place. I'm holding in a place so I'm willing to move forward. So rather, it will keep me and work with me than have to start from the beginning again, which is going backwards.
And that's why I said, there's a certain argument we have, even in Shoshone and Kippur, we, we mentioned this argument in different words as well. And that is, I'd come, I'm holding now by the place that I want to get better, so work with me now. Because since Hashem's long-term plan anyway is to work with the person, to bring him to who he wants to bring him to. And Hashem anyway has no intention to destroy something, uh, destroy the Hashem. He wants to bring it to the, the Hashem as he wants to bring it to. So that if that's the case, having to kill somebody to start him off a second time, is only in the last case resort where there's no hope of the person doing something in this lifetime. But if there's still a chance, if the person's still awake to that, and says, listen, maybe I've done a lot wrong, but now at least I've got to the realization I want to do right. Okay, so that's already a, one big plus, because if a person's going to be born again, we don't know what situation it's going to be, and how long it's going to take him then to come to that hakara. So now that I've got to that point of recognition of Hashem, so it's much better to keep me here. Now I can move forward from there. And this is all based on the premise. And that is, HaKadosh Baruch isn't going to destroy Neshama. That's the Ava. The Ava is as Ava Sha'enus Kliya Bidava. When we talk about Ava, which is real, it's something which isn't dependent on circumstances. And therefore there's something, the greatest chesed of all. The greatest chesed of all is that HaKadosh Baruch has given each of us a Neshama. And that's something like Rabbi Yen writes in Shari Tshuva. That the Neshama, Eichle Ochus Farachem Al Neshayni Shei Bas Melech. Shei Melech Enel Yonim. How can I not have Brahmanus on the Nisham which I created. He brings in the process of Nisham and Asisi. And therefore, I'm not going to destroy it. And once that person has a connection to Nisham, so then there's a tremendous chesed here. Because that means that destroying me is not an option. Hashem is not going to destroy Nisham. So it's only a question of uh, what's the process going to be to, to make me achieve what Hashem wants my Nisham to achieve. If that's the case, let's do it now. What do we gain by going backwards? If, uh, if being completely destroyed was an option, so then, there were, then, there, then there's no guarantee that the person won't deserve that. What is that the, the real Ava is Ava. It means there's a certain love for something which doesn't make a difference what the person does. Unconditional, and that's because Hashem loves the person's Nisham. That's something Kaddish which Hashem created, and Hashem doesn't want to destroy. That can't be destroyed. But that's what I'm saying. And therefore, because that, that a person has a chedek al so I can say, now, Kaddish Baruch if that's the case, work with, let, let me achieve what you want me to achieve with it. Uh, and, and, and a different brain of Olam, let's say, which doesn't have that. There's no guarantee that it won't be destroyed. There's no neshama there. But when a person, a client, part of class who has that neshama, so then I drive it. So then, not, that neshama is not going to be destroyed. That's the avil. The avil Hashem has for the neshama that He created. And he made it. He calls the Neshama Bekirbi. I still have the chance to achieve what you want me to achieve with it. And so, my bets are dummy. What's the point of killing me? Not to, it will just be to go down to the Shachas and to start again. Why, am I getting, why, why does it gain anything? It's better to, work, to, to achieve now. And therefore, we said, even in, even in a stage where a person doesn't deserve Chastelos, and even at a time when potentially the, the man Shemoy won't work. Because sometimes it's the other way around. Collectively, it's true. Hashem has to save Klai Yisrael. That's the name, the name is said in the Rabbim. Collectively, Hashem has to save Klai Yisrael because the fact that the Jewish people's in Godus is a is a chidol Hashem. But an individual Jew who does things which are too bad, so sometimes the answer for him is to kill him because that that stops the chidol Hashem of the person doing so much wrong. Like the Bosak says, "Ba'avid Rishayim Rina." Sometimes when big Rishayim get killed, it's a certain oh Hashem taka. Hashem took a rush out the way, that's we're happy about that. There's such a concept also sometimes. 
Either way around. The idea is that the, the, there's a level that the, the man Shemoy will help the Rabbim, and so he said in the Rabbim, maybe go live never name the man Shemoy, but doesn't necessarily have to help the Yochit. But Pa'ava helps everybody, because the Jews in the Shema. And if a Jew is in the Shema, as long as they're realizing that, and they're saying, Hashem, from the situation I'm in, I'm trying to get better, so then that's much better than starting again. Because starting again doesn't mean you're going to have that hakar that I recognize that I want to get better. And therefore, when a person comes to that stage, Pa'ava, Hashem, that's, uh, that's the Ava that Hashem has for the Neshama that He gave me, and we made it, and that's a guarantee at any stage Hashem is going to listen to me. At any stage Hashem is going to listen to me, Pashat, He gains more. Because by the outside option, to punish and to start the Neshama again, there's no guarantee it's going to be better. And it's already discussed in the, you know, between the Tanoim, there's a discussion between Besham and Beshelel. Is it better for a person to die and come back with Gilgul or not? And the way the Volagon explains the Machlokas and the Gemara between them, the Moscone is better or not. The things could be worse. And if that's the case, right now I'm holding my prayers, I want to improve. Good. It's, it's better to, to work from here than necessarily to start from the beginning again. And that's Baava. Baava plus each Yachit. And that's the level of commitment Hashem has to you. Part of Christ, what He created, you have in the Shama. Good. There's something He wants you to do. And if, you, if you're still here, you can still have a chance to do it. That's the Fav Chasadim. Again, Chasadim Tovim, Hashem gives us what He knows is good for us. Kainai Akol, Hashem is responsible for us, and that's what takes care of us. Zechach Hastiyavos, it's even if we don't deserve it in our own right, but we are a continuation of the Chesed that Hashem had for the Avos. So he, as part of the family, He'll, he'll, he'll shower that on us too. And even if that's not good enough, because we aren't the worthy descendants of the Avos, at least, Klai Yisrael, uh, we, we were the ones who people looked at just to to, to, to define how they refer to Hashem, so there's an element of Kiddush Hashem involved. And lastly, we are, even if as a Yachid we aren't in that category, we have a Nisham. And that's, a, that's, a, that's true. Any Jew, as long as they are, they can enter to Nisham and have the ability to work with work to do what Akash Baruch wants with that Nisham. That's always the better option. That's the Tvila. The Tvila of the Chassadim is regards through the levels of commitment of Chassad. And that is how much, uh, the, not just Hashem is doing chesed, but how much Hashem committed Himself to do chesed. And because of that, we can now, we said, the first point we're asking for is, because Hashem wants to do chesed to us, that entitles us to ask. And we've now defined, the, whatever level we're holding by, that, we've, how, that the level, on that level, Hashem wants to do chesed to us, and therefore we're going to now, having praised Hashem, having recognized that, that's the first step we need towards asking for something. And that is, we have a willing, we have a willing listener. We have someone who wants to help us. The Ava seems like a qualifier. Sure.